Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Greetings, people loved by God. Welcome, everybody, to worship on this, the fourth Sunday of Easter. This fourth Sunday of Easter is always a special day because we focus on this Sunday how Jesus is our Good Shepherd. Often even we call this Good Shepherd Sunday. And uh, so welcome to worship on this Good Shepherd Sunday. We also wish all of our mothers on this day a very happy Mother's Day. We thank God for you and for the love of Christ that is shown and shared through you. For our friends worshiping online with us, a reminder just to go to our website, chapelofthecross.org, and there under the resources tab, you will find our, our bulletin so you can follow along with the service today. There's also a tab for giving there where you can give your offering and your tithes to the church and, and, and to the Lord and his work here. A few announcements to share with you before we begin worship today. Mike Miller from Day 3 Seeds is here with plants to sell. I'm sure you saw that as he came into church today. All proceeds from those uh, sales benefit the refugee seed relief effort of Day 3 Seeds and Seed for Souls East Africa in Uganda. And uh, today we welcomed uh, Dr. Leo Sanchez, Professor of Systematic Theology at Concordia Seminary as our sp special Bible study leader. He was here today and will be here for the next three weeks uh, on Sundays. Uh, he began that four-week study on life in the Spirit. And we'll continue that, that next Sunday, of course. So if you missed today, make sure you come uh, next weekend. Bible class is held here in the sanctuary for these special studies starting at 945. Put on your uh, calendar congregational voters meeting for next Sunday, May 15th at 12.15, so soon after the late service ends. The purpose of that meeting is to approve an update to the bylaws of our congregation. You can read all about that in the Chapel Weekly. There's also a, a three-page kind of document in the Commons area at the Welcome Center that kind of walk through those changes. There's nothing, there's nothing major or earth-shattering, but just some cleanup with our bylaws. So all members are invited and encouraged to attend that meeting. That's Sunday the 15th at 12.15. And uh, from this Mother's Day weekend to Father's Day weekend, our life team here at Chapel of the Cross is collecting monetary donations for Thrive St. Louis. Thrive is a wonderful life-affirming ministry here in St. Louis. Uh, to help with our collection, there are empty baby bottles on that table in the commons area right by the cross. So if you look by the cross, there's a card table there set out, and there's some empty baby bottles there. And we ask you to take those bottles and fill them up. Fill them up with coins or bills or checks made out to Thrive, and then bring those bottles back here to Chapel Honor before Father's Day weekend, June 18th and 19th. Those donations given will go toward the work that Thrive does here in the St. Louis community. And thank you in advance for your help and your donations with that. Uh, more information about that is in your weekly as well. And for your calendar too, on Thursday, May 26th, we are blessed to come together to worship our Lord on Ascension Day. That is Ascension Day. Uh, we will worship together that Thursday night at 6.30 p.m. And we will be sharing Holy Communion, of course, at that worship service. So I invite you to come to church and celebrate the Ascension of our Lord Thursday, May 26th, 6.30 p.m. Our elder for the weekend is Rich Langfeld. Rich is standing in the back there, and he's going to greet you at the back door as you leave today. Get to know Rich as one of your elders here at chapel. God's blessings to you as we worship this day. We begin by singing together that opening hymn, Sing Praise to God the Highest Good, as it's printed in your bulletin. We stand to sing it together.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. But the Lord has laid on Jesus the iniquity of us all. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so we might die to sin and live for righteousness. Merciful Father, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by the wrongs we have done and by the good we have left undone. In the name and for the sake of Jesus Christ, in his suffering and death, we pray you to forgive us all our sins. Grant us the Holy Spirit that we may amend our sinful lives and live to the praise of your glory, now and always. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us. And for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. To those who believe in Jesus Christ, he gives the power to become the children of God and bestows on them the Holy Spirit. May the Lord who has begun this good work in you bring it to completion in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Merciful Father, since you have wakened up from death the shepherd of your sheep, grant us your Holy Spirit, that when we hear the voice of our shepherd, 
we may know him who calls us each by name and follow where he leads. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated. The first reading for the fourth Sunday of Easter is from the 20th chapter of Acts. From Miletus, Paul sent to Ephesus for the elders of the church. When they arrived, he said to them, You know how I lived the whole time I was with you. From the first day I came into the province of Asia, I served the Lord with great humility and with tears, although I was severely tested by the plots of the Jews. You know that I have not hesitated to preach anything that would be helpful to you, but have taught you publicly and from house to house. I have declared to both Jews and Greeks that they must turn to God in repentance and have faith in our Lord Jesus. And now, compelled by the Spirit, I am going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me if only I may finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has giving, given me, the task of testifying to the gospel of God's grace. Now I know that none of you among whom I have gone about preaching the kingdom will ever see me again. Therefore, I declare to you today that I am innocent of the blood of all men, for I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the whole will of God. Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he brought, bought with his own blood. I know that after I leave, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Even from your own number, men will arise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. So be on your guard. Remember that for three years I never stopped warning each of you night and day with tears. Now I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I have not coveted anyone, silver or gold or clothing, Yourselves know that these hands of mine have supplied my own needs and the needs of my companions. In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak, remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I will live in the house of the Lord all the days, all the days of my life. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I will live in the house of the The second reading is from the seventh chapter of Revelations. After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and in front of the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands, and they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. All of the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen, praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders asked me, These in white robes, who are they and where did they come from? I answered, Sir, you know. And he said, These are they who have come out of the great tribulation, and they have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will spread his tent over them. Never again will they hunger, never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat upon them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd and he will lead them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God.
Good shepherd of my soul, come dwell within me. Take all I am and mold your likeness in me. Before the cross of Christ, this is my sacrifice. A life laid down and ready to follow. The troubled find their peace in true surrender. The prisoners their release from chains of anger in springs of living refreshed and ready to follow. I'll walk this narrow road with Christ before me, where thorns and thistles grow and caught and snare me. lifts my head and calls me to follow. And when my days are gone, my strength is failing. He'll carry me along, what a sunbearing, a struggles overcome. Search Christ's depths and ever to follow. To search Christ's depths and ever to Please stand for the reading of the Holy Gospel, which is according to St. John from the 10th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Then came the Feast of Dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple area, walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews gathered around him, saying, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The miracles I do in my Father's name speak for me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. This is the Gospel of the Lord. 
Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated as we sing the next hymn. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. 
Hallelujah. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from our risen and victorious Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to wish you all a very happy Mother's Day. Uh, today, we give thanks to our God for moms and for those who've got a mother's heart. Today, we rejoice and we give thanks for those who have given us the gift of life. And so today, we take a little time and we pause. And as President Woodrow Wilson said, first said back in 1914, he said, we offer a public expression of our love and our reverence for the mothers of our country. So we say thank you, moms and grandmas. I pray that you have a most blessed and happy Mother's Day today. Just so happens that this year, Mother's Day lands on this fourth Sunday of Easter. This is the weekend, as I said, we celebrate Good Shepherd Sunday in the church. And how appropriate that is, I think, because when I think about mothers, and some women who aren't technically mothers, but act like mothers, I've known a lot of very wonderful people like that in my life, they, they very often show in their words and in their actions what it is to be a shepherd, often giving us a picture of what our Lord does for us. Mothers, you are shepherds for your families, leading and guiding and caring and feeding and loving and nurturing. And today we thank the Lord for you. Your vocation is not very glamorous, and your vocation certainly is not easy. But what a blessing a good mother is to a family. So we thank the Lord for mothers. The psalm of the day, which we actually just sung in that last hymn uh, for this Good Shepherd Sunday, is of course the 23rd Psalm, that beautiful Psalm of David. We all know the 23rd Psalm, don't we? And as you read that, I mean, there's just six verses there in that psalm, but there's so much in those six verses. We could have a, a six-part sermon series on that. We could have a 16-part sermon series on that. But today I'd like just to focus on the first section, the first couple verses. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. When I think about the 23rd Psalm, it comes to my mind, there, there has never been a time that, that I remember that I did not know this psalm. Maybe it's the same way for you. Even if a person knows no scripture by heart, who you know, couldn't find a verse to save their life, they know this verse, the 23rd Psalm. And when I hear this, I get a picture in my mind, as probably you do too. Actually, it's a literal picture. It's hanging up in my son Nate's room. His confirmation verse is Psalm 23, verse 1. So he has that familiar picture hanging in his room of Jesus tenderly holding a little lamb. Jesus, the good shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. The psalm of children expressing a wonderful childlike trust and faith in God's ability to protect us, God's ability to to love us just like a good shepherd does. But you and I know that this psalm is not just for children. <laughs> you know, whenever in this life we find ourselves in the dry, parched lands of doubt, or when we have, we've been on those choppy seas of guilt, it is this old friend who reminds us of the green pastures, of the still waters, 
that restore our souls. When we wander without direction, when we wander without meaning, here is Psalm 23 pointing us right to the right paths for his name's sake. When life makes us wonder if God really is here for us, if God really does care for us, Psalm 23 kind of puts loving arms around us, comforting arms around us, and reassures us of a God who feeds us and who leads us and who restores us and who comforts us and protects us. So that in darkness or in light, in life or in death, we might dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You know who's talking here in Psalm 23. Well, we, we know, actually, it was King David who wrote this psalm. But the one who's actually talking to us is a sheep. Ever think about that? There, there's this blessed sheep here who has been gathered into the, into the arms of the good shepherd who always cares and loves and protects his sheep. And this sheep that's talking to us in Psalm 23, he's got a testimony, a beautiful testimony. He says, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Did you know that it is extremely difficult to make a sheep lie down? Now, I don't think we have any shepherds in our congregation, but I've done a little research, and I found that fact kind of interesting. Now, you should try sometime. Find a sheep somewhere and say, hey, lie down. It won't do it. It'll just look at you. You can try to push it down. It won't go. You could actually wrestle it to the ground. It'll get down there, but it'll pop right back up. But there is one way to make a sheep lie down. You fill its stomach. You feed it. Isn't that interesting? You, you give it a lot of nice green grass, and you let it wander around there and eat it, and it will find a quiet, cool spot, and it will lie down content. Our sheep that's speaking to us here in Psalm 23 is saying to us, Hey, Jesus, our good shepherd, he feeds us. He feeds us so well, in fact, so generously, so abundantly, so extravagantly, so much every day of our lives that we can lie down content in him. And the funny thing is, I don't run into a whole lot of content people nowadays. Do you? <laughs> Truthfully, I kind of struggle with that from time to time, with being content, with not wanting. I think a lot of us struggle with that. And why is that? Well, maybe because a person's life does not consist in the things that he or she has. But we think it does, don't we? Psalm 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Oh, but we do want, don't we? In fact, we get into this very vicious pattern of saying, I'll be happy when, and then you kind of fill in that blank. Have you said it? I'll be happy when. I'll be happy when I, I get that new job. Or I'll be happy when I finally retire. I'll be happy when I get a bigger house. I'll be happy when, when my, I get a better car. I'll be happy when, when the kids leave home. 
I'll be happy when, when the kids come home. I'll be happy when. And really, that's just another way of saying, I want. <laughs> I'm not content. But, but Jesus comes and he kind of taps us on the shoulder and he says, you know, you will never be satisfied trying to fill your life with things, with stuff. You know, we, we think we have so many material needs. And in, in fact, our greatest need is not a material need at all. It's a spiritual one. Our greatest need is to have a relationship with our God, a loving relationship, a caring relationship, a forgiving relationship with Him. And when you do, our sheep says, then you will lie down in green pastures content all the days of your life. And you will say, as a sheep of that good shepherd, the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. Well, the good shepherd feeds his flock. He feeds us, of course, in a quite literal way, with a, uh, maybe just a few exceptions in the, a few weeks during the pandemic. When was the last time that you went into an Aldi's or a Schnucks and you didn't find a loaf of bread or a box of cereal or a gallon of milk? You always find that stuff in there. When was the last time you went into your kitchen, you turned on the tap, and you didn't get any water coming out of there? You always got water coming out of there. It is not hard for us I, at all, I don't think, to pray with the psalmist. You open up your hand, O Lord, and satisfy the desires of every living thing, including us. Certainly, the good shepherd feeds his flock. But in a much more specific way, in a much more spiritual way, our good shepherd feeds the whole Christian church on earth. He feeds his flock. He feeds you. And he feeds me. He invites us to come to him who is the bread of life. He invites us to come to him who is the living water sent from God. He is our refreshment for those who are weary and heavy laden. When, when because of our sin we are, we are starving for a word of comfort, when we're starving for a word of peace, He provides. He gives that word of peace. He gives that word of comfort. He fills us with His grace, with His love, with His forgiveness. The Good Shepherd feeds His flock. Right here. Right now. In this place. He comes in his word, and he feeds us. He comes to us as we study the Bible in Sunday school in a Bible class, and he feeds us. He comes to us as we encourage one another in the faith, and he feeds us. He comes to us through prayer offered for one another, and he feeds us. He comes to us in a conversation about faith, and he feeds us. He comes to us through a word of forgiveness shared with a friend, and he feeds us. I will feed my flock, the good shepherd says. Oh, and we need that food that the good shepherd provides. Because there is other food, you know. The devil's got some food. He, he says, come on, let me give you some food. I've got food for you. 
and it looks good, and it feels good, and it's so very tempting to eat his food. But his food always leads to sin. His food always leads to guilt. And his food ultimately leads to death. Jesus said the thief, that is the devil, only comes to kill and to steal and to destroy. But I have come that you may have life. I give you the food that gives you life, eternal life. I have come so you may have joy. I may have come so that you may be content in Christ. I have come so that you may have life and have it to the full. And so the good shepherd feeds us. And nowhere does that feeding shepherd give a better meal than the meal that we will receive this morning. We've got a table spread for us right now on the altar. It's a feast. It's a feast of salvation. Now, I know it doesn't look like a feast. <laughs> it's just common bread. Unleavened bread at that. But it's the very body of Christ. And I know it's just common red wine. But it's the very blood of Christ. Shed for us for the forgiveness of our sins. That is a beautiful feast. A feast of salvation. Christ Jesus, the good shepherd, feeds his flock. I mean, it's no wonder that that little sheep in the 23rd Psalm finally says, my cup, it runneth over. We have received this inexhaustible supply of the blessings from our Lord and Savior, from our good shepherd, blessings of joy and contentment and refreshment and grace. And this feast that he feeds us today, it actually reminds us of another feast, a much greater feast. This is a foretaste of the feast to come. The good shepherd feeds his flock. Scripture rejoices in that feast. Listen to what Isaiah says, Isaiah 25. On this mountain, the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast of rich food for all peoples, a banquet of aged wine, the best of meats and the finest of wines. On this mountain, he will destroy the shroud that enfolds all peoples, the sheet that covers all nations. He will swallow up death forever. The sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from all faces. He will remove the disgrace of his people from all the earth. The Lord has spoken. In that day, they will say, surely this is our God. We trusted in him and he saved us. This is the Lord. We trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. Oh, the good shepherd feeds his flock. He feeds us richly, abundantly, extravagantly, more than enough. He feeds us in, spiritually through word and sacrament. He feeds us with grace and forgiveness and life and salvation. He feeds us so that we, as his sheep, are content. Content to lie down in green pastures. Content because of our relationship with our God. The good shepherd feeds his flock. And in his feeding, the prophecy of St. John in the book of Revelation that we heard comes true. Never again will they hunger. Never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat upon them nor any scorching heat. For the lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd 
and he will lead them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Would you please stand with me as we confess together our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed that's printed for you on page 10 in your bulletin. We confess our faith together. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. You may be seated as we... Take our offering for the Lord.
We stand for prayer. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Good shepherd of the sheep, you have delivered us from our sin and from the power of death and made us your people forever. Give to us your spirit that we may know the fullness of your goodness now until we know your joy forever in heaven. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord God, deliver us from all our enemies. Keep us safe amid the dangers and terrors of this mortal life and bring us to everlasting life through Christ, our good shepherd. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, give wisdom to those who lead us in this land. Peace to the nations. Courage to pursue justice for all people and protection for those who protect and defend us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord, you have provided us with the gift of family. On this Mother's Day, we thank you in particular for the gift of mothers. Bless those who have shown to us a mother's love and nurtured our lives from childhood. Bless and protect all mothers who are pregnant, all those who have suffered miscarriage or the death of a child, and all those who have yearned for a child and lived with the pain of this unfulfilled longing. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving us your tender mercies through the blessing of mothers. May every mother's home be a place of your love and your peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Gracious God, wipe every tear from your people and give to the sick and those who suffer in mind or in body healing, comfort, strength, and patience. We especially pray this day for Johnny Spears. Give to him and all others suffering from sickness or infirmity your peace, that comfort of yours, and if it be your will, your healing. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Open our hearts, Lord, with your love that we may return to you fervent praise and thanksgiving. Ignite within us a sincere generosity to offer our time, our talents, and our treasures that your kingdom might thrive in this place and beyond. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of life. And we ask that you move in us to celebrate, affirm, and protect this precious gift. We pray especially this day that you would bless the ministry of Thrive St. Louis. Guard and guide those who speak for life and give them wisdom and encouragement to speak for those who cannot speak for themselves. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord God, today we praise and we thank you with those who are celebrating special gifts of your goodness, your mercy, and your love, especially the Peterson family as they celebrate Sterling's baptism birthday. We ask, Lord, that you would continue to lead, to guide, to love, and to bless. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Into your hands, O oh Lord, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. Also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, whose Son, Jesus Christ, the very Paschal Lamb, went through the valley of the shadow of death so that we might follow him to your eternal home in heaven. By his dying, he has destroyed death, and by his rising again, he has restored to us everlasting life. Therefore, with Mary Magdalene, Peter and John, and with all the witnesses of the resurrection, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. 
Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us ever to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples. And he said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. This do as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you.
We stand. Now may this eating and drinking keep and preserve you in the true faith until life everlasting. Go in the Lord's peace and in his joy. Amen. We pray. Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, we give thanks for the blessings of forgiveness, life, and salvation that we have received in this sacrament. Keep us strong in the faith that nothing shall separate us from you as we follow our Good Shepherd, who has led the way to the eternal banquet. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Amen. We remain standing as we sing our closing hymn together, Christ the Lord is risen today.